over no, the I'm world. No, I'm cutting you off. People have little no. bland crackers with, ch- with coffee. Losers, maybe. <laughs> First of all, anybody who says, I don't want chocolate in- for breakfast... There's a whole chocolate cereal industry. What are you talking about? Chocolate's delicious. I will take chocolate any time of day. And anyone who disagrees, get real. Hey, everybody. Welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And before we dive right into our episode this week, just a couple of very quick announcements as we kind of round out the year, right? We're finishing up the year, and we are going to finish up in Brooklyn, New York. Well, we were just in Brooklyn, New York, right? Yes. Yeah. So these last few episodes are of coffee roasters and craft breweries from Brooklyn, and Moving forward, we're going to have the A. Grady Awards at the end of the year, right? Yeah, I'm really excited. We're going to take a episode to talk about our... We're going to give awards to our favorite roasters, our favorite specific categories. We have some fun outlier categories, and we're going to have a guest host on that week as well. Yeah, well, we need a tiebreaker vote for the inevitable... Uh, arguments that yes. we get into because <laughs> between the two of us, I feel like we're going to have some distinct nominations for certain categories, right? Yes, I've already been pondering different things, different places that I think are going to win the awards, and I already know you might not agree with some of them. Ditto. Yeah, so <laughs> that's going to be our last episode of the year uh, towards the end of December, so keep an eye, ear, whatever, out for that. <laughs> and then going into January, we're going to be in Portland, so we have Portland, Oregon, So we're going to have some cross-country episodes, which I'm super hyped for. Yeah, I'm really excited because we're going to be going from coast to coast. Yeah. And that's going to be really fun. I'm interested. We haven't done any West Coast episodes since we started the podcast. So I'm excited to dive into that. But I'm equally as excited to do some of these Brooklyn reviews over the next couple of weeks. Because New York City this time of year is amazing. And that's part of i think the atmosphere and ambiance for all of these places that we're going to visit yeah and so i guess we can uh dive right into that huh yes (laughs) so in actually now that i think about it these are the first new york city spots that we've visited we obviously live in new york uh but we're a couple hours outside of the city depending on traffic of course and we uh have visited local places we've done some kind of weekend trips around uh, upstate new york New England, that sort of stuff. But this was the first time that we managed to get into the city for some reason, right? And so we kind of have a growing list of city locations. So it was really nice to get in a time of year where it's not as crowded. If you go to Brooklyn, of course, if you go to the stupid giant tree in Rockefeller Center. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, well, I, you could go there. You, you might have just We might have just lost 15 followers. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Get real. If That's that, the official name, the stupid giant tree. <laughs> yeah, get real. If you're going to New York City to see a, a stupid dead tree instead of an awesome co- coffee roaster or craft brewery, you're nuts. What's that face you made at me? Well, I, I do think that Brooklyn in Christmas is definitely an underrated vibe to the, go during yeah. the holiday season of, of a part of the city to visit that is so underrated this time yeah, of year. The, the fact that it was so nice to walk around Brooklyn, despite the fact of how trashy it was, literally trash everywhere. I probably shouldn't be saying that about a borough, but it was pretty dirty, honestly. Yeah, and I think you have a, a, a right to say it because you do beach cleans here on Long Island, and we thought that if we lived in Brooklyn, we could totally spend some weekends cleaning up the streets. It was alarming how much trash there was 
on the streets. Yeah, I mean, a lot of cities are are dirty. There's trash just kind of strewn about, but. Yeah, New York City was was pretty bad, or at least that part of Brooklyn we were in was pretty bad, right? Yeah, it was. But despite that, I still had a blast today. Yeah, that's, well, that's I, sort of my point. I, yeah. yeah, I absolutely love the area we were in. We were in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So if you're familiar with that, it's right on the East River with really nice views of downtown Manhattan. You can see mm. uptown, downtown. And it does kind of add, in my mind, to the atmosphere and ambiance of all of the places that we went to. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And if we haven't alienated you yet by calling your tree stupid and your <laughs> treats trashy, thank you for joining us this week and uh, joining us uh, as well at the coffee roaster that we're going to do today review and grade, which was Devotion, I believe, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. And I even looked up a YouTube video to see if I was, and that's as close as it's going to get. Um, but it was a I forget how I found it, actually. I think a barista friend of ours, I mentioned it because I found it on Google. It was a pretty highly rated coffee roaster. And he confirmed that he had been to one of their other locations. I think they have two or three locations around New York City. There's one in Manhattan. There's maybe a couple in Brooklyn. And we found one on Google or Google Maps that looked really cool. And then I looked it up and it seemed like it was their main roasting location. So we said, hey, let's check out that as our first Brooklyn destination, I guess, right? Yeah. And what was really cool about this location that we went to in Williamsburg compared to the others was the size of it. Uh, it. A lot of times we were talking about this today in New York City, you might get smaller places where they don't have the, the high ceilings and the spaces feel a little claustrophobic and small. Nothing about where we went today felt small. Everything, there, it was a really big space. The roasting equi equipment was out and you could see it, but it was perfectly arranged. So, you know, I'm kind of diving in a little bit, but it, it felt like a really big open space in downtown Brooklyn. So before we continue with that, point in mind why don't you go through the four grading rubric categories just in case there's somebody listening for the first time because allegedly there are based on yeah. our, based on the, based the on increased the numbers downloads coming in. yes <laughs> yeah. yes so our first category is atmosphere and ambiance after that we will go into service followed by coffee and lastly our last category is food from there we'll each give our individual total report card grade and then we will debate of if the grades are different, which grade we should give overall as our official podcast grade for the business. I like that you already identify the idea of us debating because sometimes we kind of agree, but you seem to already think that we're going to disagree. Yeah, I I do. For some reason, <laughs> you might I be think right. the next couple of episodes, we might have some different takes you, on you the might places be right. we went in general. Yeah, yeah you, you might be right with that. And I, again, just uh, another, you know, background for people that are listening for the first time we do not talk about our grades beforehand no. we keep them to ourselves we don't give any insight this is the first time i've heard about your grades so i'm pretty excited well i do react sometimes at the roaster i'll say interesting or wow or sometimes mm. i catch you saying wow and then we know we found an a grade <laughs> a, a grade category wow is the yeah. is the, is the, uh, <laughs> the sign right yeah yeah well why don't you start with atmosphere and ambiance since you already started talking about the roasting equipment and and the size and scale of the uh, devotion. Yeah. If so I'm saying that right. Absolutely. So the space when you walked in was really beautiful. You, it was organized first off in a way that I have not quite seen a roaster organized before where the flow in the space made so much sense to me. There were two doors, um, on two different sides. It, so the building was kind of like a rectangle and on one side you walk in and on the other side you walk out and there's kind of narrow, 
walkways to get in with pictures on the walls and information about all the coffee. When you get into the actual space, you see right behind you, there's a wall filled with flowers. I thought it was plants. Plants, yeah, green yeah. plants. Green plants. Green but plants. But there might have been flowers. There might have been some know. flowers mixed yeah. in, but it was mostly green. Yeah, you and it's basically the whole back wall, the right? The whole back wall. Yeah. Which, Essentially. Yeah, yeah, which made the space look beautiful. Um, all the walls in the place were brick, and then they had quotes about coffee, pictures of coffee beans, the plant, and they had so much information about what they do specifically. And I don't know if this goes with coffee, a little bit with atmosphere and ambiance, but the first big board that you notice explains why they're like a very specific coffee place mm. and what they do. And can I get right into it or should yeah, I save it for coffee? No, I, yeah. I, I think the, the sort of process that they have there is really important to the atmosphere and ambiance. It obviously explains maybe whether or not the coffee is is quality, but I think enhances your experience as somebody seeing what they're really about, right? Yeah, and I, what I liked was we've we've kind of give this given this as a criticism to some places, but here they tell you right up. It is on the walls, it's on their menu, their process that is very specific. So what they do is they serve their coffee on day 10 all the time. Day 1 it's in its origin, which is Colombia. Day 7 is when they roast it. And day 10 is when they serve it. And that process is followed. You could see on their coffee bags, if you buy coffee, it had the date of origin, it had the date of roasting, and it had the date of that they're going to serve it. And I have a feeling that they switch out those coffee bags every day because their thing is that they serve their coffee on day 10. What a specific production. I thought that was really interesting that we have not seen that before. I don't yeah. know if there's anything that you want to add about that because I thought I know you listened to a little bit of YouTube yeah. from the owner roaster. Yeah. So I actually those were some points that I just looked up because I was trying to figure out how to pronounce it because <laughs> I didn't want to totally botch it. And I found this video on YouTube that's maybe five or six years old, but it was with, I think, the owner and he was explaining that whole process. And he actually gets into it a little bit more with how they pair with FedEx and it's this whole idea that they get the coffee beans so much more fresh. They're not sitting around for weeks or months going through distributors. And all of that was kind of implied by that information, but I I must have missed it or it wasn't quite there as clearly as the way he explained it, which is something I would have really liked. And I don't want to get too much into service, but that was something that I didn't get with the service aspect to maybe fill in those gaps in my understanding and awareness. And I feel as if we have a pretty strong awareness of I keep saying this word awareness. It sounds redundant, but it's important, right? <laughs> yes. In the coffee world, especially where there's uh, maybe inequity in terms of uh, you know where where a lot of this is coming from and who's getting compensated. And he he mentioned in the video that a big part of uh, and and this is true in the uh, who who is it James Hoffman, the World Atlas of Coffee. He talks about how important traceability is and encouraging farmers to grow coffee instead of other things like. Uh, Coke or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he talked about that in the YouTube video. So I really appreciated in that video him identifying how they they go to these specific farms, and that again was something. Not getting too much into the service experience that we did get a little insight into, uh, but it's something that I thought is super important to if you're doing make people aware of because that's not always something that you get anywhere really. I mean, even at the best coffee roasters, 
they can't necessarily trace it down that specifically to uh, um, maybe a region sometimes, but very rarely individual farms. But it does happen. And when it does, that's something you should be promoting. Yeah. And I thought I've never seen before out of all the coffee roasters we've been to where they're actually counting the specific days from origin to cup. Yeah, it's really cool. And I thought that was really unique. And I really appreciated that. As far as some other just small touches about the atmosphere and ambiance, some of the cool stuff was they had a really high skylight window. I think that was my favorite feature. Yeah. Because it was basic, basically the whole ceiling. The whole ceiling was yeah. a window. Of the, ma- of the main seating area, which was huge, was that kind of, um, what would you call that? Not an arch, but a... It's kind of like an A-frame window yeah, where yeah. it goes up to the... Yeah. And it was all windows. And Beautiful. you got natural light in this brick building in the middle of New York City. It's rare to get natural lighting in a place yeah, in New York and City. I, and I love the contrast with all the brown wood tables and chairs. And even they had these couch cushion or these couches that were sort of brown leather. It all sort of fit with this contrasting theme of blue sky, green plants, brown, earthy tones, which makes so much sense to me at a coffee roaster where you have brown or, or dark you know colored beans contrasting with where where their origin is coming as green beans and then being roasted and i thought that worked really well and then they had their cups were their to-go cups were bright yellow and even that worked really well there were little touches of yellow throughout the whole place mm-hmm. the signs the quotes about coffee which was really cool i i appreciate all that i actually felt that this place was aesthetically the most pleasing to look at out of a lot of the places that we've been as far as I felt like an interior designer figured out where to put the chairs. We were very spaced out from other people. We had a really comfortable spot to sit. There were two people tables, bigger tables, couches, yeah, a bar area where you could sit. It was up against the wall, not up against where they make the coffee. Right. They didn't have a pour over bar or anything like really like that. Mm. But it just felt the flow of the place made sense to me, which made me feel like there was an interior designer involved for some reason. It just flowed very nicely in the space. And the seats looked really pretty with the green and the, the green plants and the ceiling. Yeah. Open windows. It felt very specifically designed. Yeah. Did you have anything else in terms of critiques or other things you liked or? before we do that what about the bathrooms i was gonna say because <laughs> i'm gonna talk about the bathrooms tell us about the bathrooms uh, take it away very underwhelming in the sense i don't really remember anything about the bathrooms i think they were perfectly normal bathrooms for those of you joining us for the first time welcome to bathroom corner as i am the bathroom critic uh it was a very normal bathroom nothing nothing i, I like i don't really nothing comes to mind when i think of the bathroom is that good or bad i don't know I think it's average then. This was an average bathroom. <laughs> it was a very average bathroom, yeah. They and had paper towels, which yeah. I always well, like. I, I typically, they did have some pictures of coffee beans. They did? Like coffee plants on the walls. Okay. Just a couple. I See, I don't even remember. There was remember. only one restroom also, which did become a little bit of a problem because there was some there was somebody in there for a little while and... I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, when, I was you're, kind when, of waiting. when you're serving, uh, well, I don't want to say what food they were serving because we'll say that for food, but that food and coffee, you're going to have a bathroom line, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's going to happen. So yeah. take that for what it's worth. And I think we were talking about this as well, that it's probably a really good place to maybe chill and do some work, chill and bring friends. You can really engage in a bunch of different vibes there, maybe. So so smart to bring that up. I'm glad you brought that up. It was there yeah. was very light music playing. Yeah, I am that was smart. really nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the music. The I music noticed the was music. Great. Yeah. I always want to notice the music, and I never do. And I did at this place. I yeah. thought it was really well balanced. They did not have any merch. Uh, I think they did. Where was it? I didn't see any merch. I'm just trying to be supportive. Yeah, I don't think they had any merch, which I I do kind of put into atmosphere and ambiance. I like to yeah. see that. I did feel slightly. Um, and I think this does affect the atmosphere and ambiance, but when we were ordering, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into service, but when we were ordering, I did feel like it was kind of like an get your food, get your coffee and go sit down type well, environment. I, I feel as and if, that does yeah. impact my atmosphere and ambiance a little bit. I feel as if I am going to talk about that exact point with service because it was almost the vibe was go enjoy your vibe. Right? Yes. Here's your stuff. Go enjoy your vibe. But I don't want to say more about that because it ties directly into service, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I do think it's why I'm going yeah. to give the grade that I'm going to give for I atmosphere agree. and ambiance. Even though I really liked the space, there were some things that I think were lacking that we've seen in other places that impact the atmosphere and ambiance. Yeah, I think with that point in mind, I'm going to... Can I give my grade? Yeah, let's give Do you grades. want me to give my grade first? Yeah. Okay. I think uh, because I want to sort of keep the service grade separate, but I think that sort of factor does play into it. So I'm going to go A- minus for atmosphere and ambiance because of all these touches, which not only are so unique, but they're so well executed overall. Um, but for the every reason that we said, I think that's why I come up with that A- minus as opposed to maybe a solid A. Again, still outrageous, I think, many of those touches that we talked about elements that you're just not going to see at other places so i think honestly for those reasons alone it's worth kind of visiting i know we're not supposed to say this right away but it's kind of worth visiting just for those aesthetics because they're so unique and they're so impressive that i've just never seen anything like that at another coffee roaster so i think that's why i come up with that calculation i'm so sorry to the people that want to see us agree disagree oh no oh no <laughs> i did for everywhere we went i did write down my grades beforehand so that i had them kind of solidified in my brain before i, we I don't recorded. i don't do that no and i did write down a minus for uh, atmosphere uh, uh, and ambiance because like we said of all those little touches and i think the reason it's an a minus instead of the a that it should be what will kind of become clear when we talk about service yeah which again is still out outrageous grade that's still fantastic an a minus so i think that's uh fair overall yeah definitely yeah. can you start us off with service yeah service is a weird one because uh, all right so i'll just start from the beginning with service so basically they we got there right when they opened there was one other person ahead of us and whoever let us in they were very friendly we went in and then from there i don't know it was kind of i don't want to say like I don't want to say like awkward or underwhelming the service experience, but those words for some reason come to mind at the same time. The person who took our order, she was super nice, super friendly, but there was something just, I don't know. It seemed a little rushed, which was weird to me because we were the only people there. There was literally one person ahead of us and it got a little busy later on once we left, but there was nobody else in there. And I still somehow, for some reason felt a little rushed right like do, do you know what i'm saying yeah i felt it was also a little bit impersonal i i don't know if maybe yeah. maybe they anticipate that 
it's going to get crowded and their goal is to get you in and out. But there was not too much of any kind of conversation that was had either way. And they were nice. They they were nice enough. It wasn't like there was anything rude that happened or any. Mm, mm, oh, mm, mm. I did not. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh. Something happened when you went to the bathroom oh, that I've been waiting to see, tell you if about. if I didn't wait online for so long for the bathroom, <laughs> I wouldn't have missed this. So <laughs> when you went to the bathroom, and I think this basically sums up everything that we're trying mm. to express. Uh, okay, so here's what happened. You went to the bathroom, and I went to go get my pour over, which I'm well aware takes a while. I make pour overs oh, at home. No. For those of you who don't know, it's an open brewing method i also had no idea what type of coffee you got for your pour over they didn't really tell us i'm sorry i'm cutting off your story finish your story first then we'll get into that okay well let's start with that right so they i think they only had one so pour over now you threw me off now i'm like (laughs) where am i starting from it's like okay let's go back to the beginning in 1990 (laughs) (laughs) columbia was founded we should say did we say it's a colombian coffee restaurant so columbia was founded so they had, I think, one, uh, the pour-over option, yes. right? So pour-over is an open vessel brewing method. It's supposed to be a fancy way of getting the best out of freshly roasted beans. It's not like a closed coffee pot lid that just kind of isn't as, doesn't bring out the aromas and the flavors as much as when you pour the water directly over it, whatever. And it's why we normally go to coffee roasters, because yes. this is what they feature. This they're is what they fresh feature. beans, yes. especially a place that is featuring beans that they're like, this is day 10. Yes, we correct. We serve these on day 10. It is the perfect freshness. It has been tested. So just yep. keep that in the back of your mind when as you're telling this story. So I immediately got the feeling when I asked for pour over that they were thinking, oh no. And then they kind of said, oh, we have one bean and it's not dialed in. Dialing in is kind of testing the bean. You do a bunch of trials with it to try to get the right grind size or temperature. Uh, again, this is why it's so good, a pour over, because you get all of these details really locked in. And whatever, they had one bean, they said. And she was even nice enough to show me on her phone. I don't know why it was on her phone, but that what farm it was from. And I thought, oh, that's actually pretty cool. But we've been to other roasters where they have three or four or five, even more, very selectively chosen ones. And I think the last coffee roaster we were at, Southdown, he even said that these are the ones that are definitely dialed in and these we're still working on. And I said, that's great. This is why it's good to have these multiple options for that exact reason. And we talked to him that entire time. That's how we knew this. Yeah, exactly. We did not talk to anybody during this pour over. Well... So I did not. I stepped away because I did not feel like it was appropriate to really bother them yep. during the pour over process. Well, and so whatever I said, I'll I'll take take the pour over. The person who made the pour over, he came over while I was standing there and he kind of said, I think, to one of the other baristas, Oh, I have to make a pour over now. It was something oh, something no. along those lines. And I'm just standing there thinking, oh, oh why would you no. Why do you have a pour over then, right? Why do you even have that option? Why is it on your menu? menu? And we have said this before, but we hate when you go into a place and feel like a burden. So it gets worse. To the people working there. It gets worse. Oh, no. So you go to the bathroom. Well, I'm watching the bland bathroom. (laughs) You're having all the fun up here. (laughs) So I go to. I go to get my pour over because it takes a little longer, which, as I said earlier, I'm well aware of because I make them and I know to expect that because that's time is quality. Right. And the guy kind of gravity takes time. Gravity takes time. 
And the guy kind of says, oh, it's just going to be a couple more minutes. And I say, yeah, that's that's fine. I, I, I understand. I make pour overs all the time. And uh, I forget exactly how the conversation goes, but it, it started to get into when's the right time to order a pour over. And he said, oh, I really appreciate you understanding because it's so hard to do when it's when it's busy. And I got the feeling that they were kind of saying, yeah, don't order it if it's busy. And I which I understand. But at the same time, it's kind of a weird feeling because I'm sort of standing there thinking, well, how am I inconveniencing you if it's not busy, first of all? And second of all, so if I come back, do I not get the pour over? Do I get something else? So it was just kind of a little weird, I thought. And I kind of didn't say anything after that because it was a little awkward um so whatever well it's it's kind of a shame because we've been to these places that are the bar for us fundati southtown where they're the roasters or the baristas are so excited when you order a pour over because they want to talk about the coffee at fundati we we tried four different <laughs> we ended up I getting know. i think we, we tried all the we pour tried overs like there, yeah. every single pour over yeah. and they were so excited we went to one yeah. place where in boise where the barista was like do you want to try this decaf this decaf pour over yeah that they were dialing in normally people are excited so once you feel that that burden that you're putting on someone it's a lousy service experience yeah it just i, I don't know i mean i maybe i'm nitpicking but Again, it's that's not the feeling I've got at these other places that you mentioned, whether it's in Boise. I forget the name of, in Boise. Da- uh, Dawson and Taylor. Dawson and Taylor or Fundati in Rhode Island or Tracks in uh, in Beacon, New York or Southdown in Glen. Co- uh, like, the list goes on and on of these places where you feel that excitement. And I just honestly didn't get that. I don't know what else to say. I feel bad. I feel yeah. really bad saying that, but it's just the reality of what it felt like. And we always say we're going in at a specific time on a specific day when specific people are working. You could get a different experience, but the service experience did not blow me away. Oh, no, not at all. And I, uh, the other reason why I feel sort of bad saying that is because they were still pretty nice. I mean, they were still friendly it enough. Was fine. But it was just fine. Exactly it right. Fine. It was just fine. Yeah. So I don't know if you have other things to say about the service experience but i feel as if that sort of sum- sums it up for me i think that was a perfect summary i think we were very fair there of say explaining our experience and with all of that being said i did not know about the experience that you had that conversation but i'm gonna grade based on my experience which oh, i yeah, would have fine. given a c it was average it was fine if I had known about that experience, I probably would have given it a below average service grade. Yeah. I mean, I don't know it, how much of it was them trying to be maybe cheeky, maybe trying to be a little because you never know. You never know with the New York vibe. I, I'm reminded of uh, I forget his name, the barista that we went uh, when we went to tracks coffee roasters in yeah. Beacon, New York. He was straight up cursing left and right about stuff. Oh, you like Ethiopian coffees? Oh, I I, I effing hate Ethiopian but coffees. But it was so authentic. But, but it was so authentic. I didn't feel as if I was burdening him. I felt as if he was still excited to make the pour over. He wanted he was. to talk about it. And they they were busy. They, they were busy. Were they were a busy. heck of a lot busier than this place was. Southdown was busy. So, Southdown was Lots busier of than this place have was. Been busy. Yes. So I, I feel as if that does factor in. So again, I don't know exactly maybe what vibe that that was supposed to be. But at the same time, it was it still came out. They, she still was very friendly. The the person who took our order, she 
did show us the the origin and all of that. So I'm going to go C for service for okay. that reason because I think those elements sort of counterbalance. So again, those of you who like us arguing, you should be very upset right now at our <laughs> grade so we far. I thought we were going to have a little bit of difference here. Yeah. I, that's why I wrote my down prior to the fact. Yeah. And again, different people, different days, different vibes. You never know. But this that's our experience. Yeah. On on the on the day that morning that we went. Yes. I think that's that's all you can really say. Coffee. Coffee Next time. category coffee, which is ultimately the most important. It's category. my favorite. <laughs> I know it's not start? always your favorite. Uh I guess so. Uh no, I kinda want you to start because okay. I'm, I'm very curious about your latte experience. Yeah. So I was unfortunately immediately disappointed because here they did not have any flavor options for me to add to my latte. And for those of you that are listening to the podcast, I normally will get an oat milk latte with either maple syrup or honey or some other kind of natural sweetener. And they did not have any of that here. That was not an option for me. And that's probably the first place we've gone to in on the podcast where I did not have an option for that flavor. So there was actually, I think, something even weirder which was they did say that they had simple syrup, but it was around the corner and you had to put it in yourself, which I'm not a latte guy as you are a latte person. I thought that was just bizarre. I've I, had this, I've you, had this happen, had this happen to me yeah. in one other time at a roaster that I will not name just whatever. <laughs> I had this happen to me one other time and they basically threw honey in my face and said do it yourself yeah and i it, felt i thought it was weird. reminiscent of that experience where i really felt so uncomfortable but in this situation they just didn't have an option really for it but with that being said when i did get my latte it was a very well made latte the beans were really good i agree yeah the latte was made perfectly it had really nice bubbling but I couldn't help but thinking, man, if I had a little bit of maple syrup or a little bit of honey or a little bit of some sort of sweetener. And I know maybe if you're not a person that wants that in your coffee, you might you would probably have loved this latte because it didn't really need it. But it just wasn't what I generally prefer. And the fact that they didn't have the option, I was just a little bit surprised. Mm. It almost felt like they were trying to be too cool or something where we don't do flavors. Our coffee stands alone. And I get that, but I also think it's a little bit of a disappointment for me. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think, can I talk about the pour over? Yeah. Too? Yeah, I will say about the pour over, I thought it was a pretty good pour over. You could definitely taste that this bean was very distinct. Again, I don't even remember what the name of it was. But it was definitely a Colombian bean because yes. all of their coffee was from Colombia. And you put it perfectly when you tried it. You said you were surprised by how almost salty it tasted. It was so salty. And I couldn't get that out of my mind once you said it, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a really interesting contrast from the normal fresh pour-over coffees I typically like, which are more of the kind of Ethiopian, East African, or just sweeter, like fruitier uh, pour-over coffees in general. So... I thought that this was a nice kind of that that it was like a almost like a dark chocolate with a salted dark chocolate or something type mm -hmm. of vibe. It almost felt like a dessert coffee to me. Yeah, I thought it was really good, though. My only disappointment was that there weren't more options, that it was just that one option, which, again, if you can crush one option, I think that's fantastic. But I, I thought, OK, this is a really good pour over. See how there's silence like there. <laughs> we didn't even know what bean it was. 
I, I, well, I couldn't really tell. I couldn't quite, maybe it's my fault because I could feel, felt like I couldn't quite hear what she was saying with the masks. But even when she showed me, but it felt rushed. I felt uncomfortable even trying to slow down to say, wait, what's the name of the, the bean? I, I just said, all right, I'll, I'll take it. Whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Which again was really good. Uh, and I felt the same thing about the latte. I thought the latte was really good. I don't know. Where does it's, that leave us? <laughs> it's interesting that we both felt the limited options and both of us were slightly impacted by service when it comes to our coffee. I know the grade that I give it with all of that being combined into one thought. Yeah, I, I really struggle with this letter grade for the, the simple reason that I know that in some ways, these are beans that you're not going to get anywhere else because of all the reasons we said earlier about how freshly they're sourced and how freshly they're roasted that doesn't happen as far as i know at any other coffee roaster i mean maybe some of them do or again how much of a difference that makes i don't know myself because i'm not a roaster but this is definitely a unique experience for that reason because as he said in the video which i, I would have liked to understand a little bit more about the place to understand how unique it is you're not going to get beans within 10 days from farm to cup that's outrageous so i don't know how to console that with my actual experience of what I actually tasted and in terms of the options that were there because of my experiences at other coffee roasters where honestly I've had as good of pour overs at other places and more of them. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? And I, I really was, like I said, disappointed by the lack of options. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, again, I think the beans that they have, fantastic but yeah that limitation is what sort of comes across to me too so how do you console that as a letter grade putting all of those things into consideration i landed at a b oh interesting i was gonna go b plus okay yeah because i think i if nothing more just the unique nature of the fact that this process is so rare sort of bumps it up to me and i don't know maybe if you go there another day there are other options in terms of different beans. I don't know, but I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt because it's such a rare, unique scenario for those reasons. And I felt like I don't want to give the B plus for potential that could have and should have been there, but wasn't. That's more than reasonable. So I felt that a B is more accurate. As we were talking this out, I almost felt like going into the B minus range. Mm. But because of the uniqueness of the of the bean and the process, I bumped it up to a B. Mm. It was a really good pour B over. B for benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit salty. And I love salt, but I thought maybe the saltiness was a little bit too dialed see, in. I love salt more. Where it should have. Yes, you do. Those <laughs> <laughs> late night salt pasta oh my <laughs> dishes God. that you make. <laughs> so many, so many per potentially uh, allegedly <laughs> drunk salty pasta uh, meals late at night right yes anyways uh i think that's that's fair that's I reasonable do i don't disagree with your grade yeah I, I understand why you would go to that but again i have my reasons you have yours fair enough fair enough you're you're wrong but fair enough <laughs> we'll see we'll see when the tiebreaker comes in yeah uh food 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 you want me to start yeah you start our food so i thought uh, the food experience was kind of weird because when we got there, there were basically two types of, what were they, croissants? They were croissants, right? Yes. There was kind of a chocolate, what looked like a chocolate croissant and a, uh, something else. It was a- Parmesan. Parmesan and maybe spinach Weak or something. Or spinach. Yeah, some sort of vegetable. And when I sort of asked about them, I think she said there's uh, salty and sweet. 
basically. And I thought that's not th- that those aren't foods. Those are taste profiles, I guess, flavors, whatever. <laughs> I said, that's not food. <laughs> but whatever. They looked good. So I said, all right, we'll take one of each. And so we, we tried one of each. And I thought they were actually for croissants. They were fantastic. I thought they were really great. But then when we're about to leave, this other barista comes out from the back with other rainbowy looking croissants or the the red velvet croissants. Yes. They have these these spirals of They must make them there. They looked fresh and delicious. Why didn't you tell me there were red but velvet were croissants no, coming? We didn't know about them. Well, it's I like, didn't see a food menu, did you? No, there was no yeah. food menu. It's like the time we went and they said advertise bagels and oh, there were no bagels. That was the episode first episode. One. That was the first episode. They said they advertise wood-fired bagels and we got there and they said no wood-fired bagels. And I said, yo, I traveled from out of state for your wood fired. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I felt it. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't as, as daring as I am now. But <laughs> yeah, that's the word daring, right? Daring. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, I thought what we had was very good. But again, it was sort of a, that kind of disjointed. Why wasn't there a menu? Why wasn't there an acknowledgement that there were more croissants? I, I would have liked to have known those things. Was it fresh baked there? Because if it was, that no should idea. be advertised. That's yeah. a very unique thing. I felt similar to the to the way I felt about coffee, which was that it was very limited, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So what what do you what do you think in terms of letter grade? Because I think it is an interesting sort of calculation between. All right, th- we had croissants, and I thought they were great, but there are these other kind of distracting factors in my mind. Yeah, and I say this a lot on the podcast, but we've been to breweries and roasters that have the best food we're coming off south down again where we had banging food i am going to go with a b minus for food i liked it i didn't love it i wasn't blown away it was good it was fine b minus i'm gonna go b because i feel as if it was good and it wasn't just satisfactory or average i thought those croissants were as good as croissants I've pretty much had anywhere else. I don't know if it was the best croissant I've ever had, but it was a really great croissant. Or both of them were really great, they I were thought. Good. And they paired really well with the coffee in general. I disagree. Really? I don't want a salty coffee with a salty croissant. No, I had this I had the sweet the chocolate croissant with mine. But even that I didn't What are you like, talking about? Salty I, and chocolate? Uh, Salted chocolate? That's not a thing. What are you talking about? I didn't like it with my with my latte. I've had ones that are so dialed in with the pairing. I, that I agree with, but I thought the chocolate croissant went really well with the salty pour over. I also you're, you're nuts. don't. I also don't want a chocolate croissant first thing in the morning. Well, that's you. I don't want chocolate. I like I, bland. Who doesn't want chocolate in the Those morning? Those pastries should have came right, out. First of I all, I want a bland pastry with my coffee. First of Think all, about all over no, the I'm world. No, I'm cutting you off. People have little no. bland crackers what are you talking with about? Ch- with coffee. Losers, maybe. <laughs> first of all, anybody who says I don't want chocolate in, for breakfast. There's a whole chocolate cereal industry. What are you talking about? Chocolate's delicious. I will take chocolate any time of day. And anyone who disagrees, get real. Salty coffee, salty pastry, too much salt no, first I thing in the morning. No, I didn't say to have the salty pastry <laughs> with your salty coffee. I said have the, the sweet pastry with the... I'm sticking by my B. Look, you're getting you fired said. up. I'm getting heated. These are fireworks for a totally different reason. You're going to have to edit in the fireworks for this one because I'm done. I'm taking my chocolate croissant. I'm taking my salty coffee and I'm out of here. I'm standing by my B minus. You can stand and fall by your B minus. Go ahead. <laughs> I will stand by my, my Look B. Look how outraged you are. If if yeah, this was just, video, it'd whatever. be very funny because you were very close to standing up. 
I was. I, I have my hand, table. I have my hands on my legs, ready to. There's pop a very up. aggressive pose going it's on. It's not right aggressive. Now. Your stance is ireful. There's a difference. Uh, so what does that leave us with okay. overall for our our individual grades? We are a little bit all over the place today. I felt. I think we said that that was yeah. the one thing we did say when we left that. We felt as if, and this is true of next week's episode that we're going to do with the brewery, that our grades might be a little, a little scattered. Right? Yes. Yeah. So for atmosphere and ambiance, we both gave it an A minus. For service, we both gave it a C. For coffee, you gave it a B plus. I gave it a B. For food, you gave it a B. I gave it a B minus. Mm. So mm. looking at these overall, at least for mine. My atmosphere and ambiance grade is the highest. And looking back, it's definitely thing, the thing that I liked the most. Mm. The food and the coffee to me were fine. Like, you know, they were above average, but I wasn't blown away in the A range. And the service was C, which is one of our lower service grades that we've given since we started the podcast. I don't know if it's one of the lower ones, but it's definitely one of the, again, more typical ones for yeah. what we expect as, okay, if you average all of these factors together... It was satisfactory. Right. That's right? true. And, it's, and I think it's that's not fair. A bad, yeah. It's no, not I think a failing grade. I think, no, I think, right. again, that's the standard. So, uh, boy, how do I average all of this? Um, hmm. I think I'm torn between two grades. And I think you're probably torn between two other grades, if I yeah. had to guess. Should we do a three, two, one? Uh, I, I feel it. Uh, so, what do I really feel? Uh, can I talk through this for a yes. moment? So, I, I'm struggling again with what I was struggling with for the coffee grade because the 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 whole process, the whole origin, I, again, I don't know if you find this anywhere else or if you do, it's so rare. Uh, but at the same time, I wish that was made more sort of obvious. I wish it was more engaging overall. Do I feel comfortable putting this in the league of a Fundati or a Trax or... Uh, a South Down or a, a Dawson Taylor. Absolutely not. I, I, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't know. Um, so, uh, all right. I, do I go with my gut? Do I have to do it? Do I have to go with my gut? You have to, your gut knows what the grade is. I was struggling with this. I think a couple weeks ago where I yeah. knew what the grade was, but I love the place so much. I didn't want to go lower. So one thing I should say about that, which will come up actually next week's episode, yes. which I always reference when I uh, reference the fact that not every place is an A grade, but that doesn't mean I don't, there aren't things about it that I love. And right. uh, what was it? Cerebral Brewing mm -hmm. in Denver, Colorado. Perfect example. There's something about that brewery that I really love, but I grade it as maybe a B, B minus brewery. And there's others even around in our own area that, I don't know, if I were to grade it by the rubric, it gets maybe a D minus. But I love it because it is what it is. And it's his hometown. Yeah, it's a hometown vibe and whatever. It's it's still great. And again, there's lots of places like that around. So I think that's important to consider that, again, we're, we're trying to come to a consensus based on all of these factors and what stands out about those individual factor, uh, you know, grading rubric criteria is really more so what matters. So with that said, I think I know what my overall grade is. I know mine as well. Three, two, one. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Three. But don't fake it. Don't give a fake read. <laughs> to throw D, me all off. D for devotion. Um, okay. Three, three two, two, one, B. B. Oh, all right. Yes. 
All right. So I'm actually shocked that we came to the same consensus there. You haters out there who don't like us agreeing, suck an egg. And uh, sorry that you're not happy about that. But I think that's a fair grade. And again, I think it's really important to reiterate the fact that anything above a C is really good. Anything above a satisfactory experience is something worth experiencing. Honestly, any coffee roaster that we give a C or lower to really, in my estimation, you could kind of take it or leave it. Maybe if you're in the area and you need better coffee than a Dunkin Donuts or something like that, you can go to one, a C level roaster. But when you start getting into the, the B range, the A range, any of those start to stand out to me. And I think this is why, as I was saying before, it's so important to identify those individual categories because you may want an outrageous atmosphere and ambiance experience. This is the place for that, right? And that's another thing that I was going to say. Even though I gave this a B and not an A, I still would totally recommend this as a place that you should go if you want to sit with your computer, mm. read a book. The atmosphere was so comfortable. You could stay there for so long. I really enjoyed the time that we spent there, and I would recommend it mm. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think that's a fair assessment. So it's B grade overall from A grade podcast, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've said pretty much everything, right? You heard it here. You heard it here. Thank is you. That our new... Shout out to my cousin Kevin for that, giving us is that our, new, our tagline? new tagline. You heard it here. Is it you heard it here or you heard it here? I think it was a you heard it here. So it's that New York vibe of yeah. you heard it here. Of course, we'd get it from a Brooklynite himself. Yeah, that's true. It, it's interesting actually doing a couple of different uh, New York locations in New York City because I'm kind of wondering how much of different service vibes are maybe New York related because New York has this reputation as very, I don't know if edgy is the right word, but. It is the right word, yeah. Right, kind of gruff or or, or edgy, rough around the edges a little. Yeah, rough around the edges are a little, a, a little. New York strong, you get yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't know how true that is, honestly. Do you feel like that's actually true? I don't because we went to a coffee roaster after this one just to fill some time before we went to the brewery, and I did not get those vibes at all. We went to Alex Coffee Roasters, which we're not going to do oh, an yeah. episode on, but yeah. I felt a very cozy, non-rushed, yeah, you know. Yeah. almost uh, retro type vibe where yeah. I felt like I was stepping back in time. And so I think it's possible to still maintain that coziness, even it, with the tough, rougher New York attitude. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, there there is maybe somewhat of a difference compared to other places we've been to, but I don't think it's a universal truth by right. any stretch of the imagination. And again, we've gotten that vibe at, at other places where people, people are people are generally friendly, I feel. Yes. Wherever you go. Um, if you're in the right place, yeah. of course. But, yeah. So that's that's uh that's our grade, our review from a grade podcast. Again, if you don't like it, go suck an egg. That's my new line. B. I don't know why. You heard it here. B for boiled egg. Uh, take it or leave it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, thank you for joining us this week. Again, it's been a heck of a year, and as we round out this year, we uh, are very excited, as we said, for the A Grady Awards, the A Gradies. And that uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to this because you'll get notifications. Hopefully, I don't know how each individual app works, but you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, all the hits, all the, you know, whatever, uh, wherever you might listen to podcasts. And again, you're definitely going to want to listen to the A Grady's because it's going to be a fun time. And it's going to be really cool to revisit talking about a lot of these places and which ones really do stand out to us because some of them you'll see with our nominations, they might have not gotten A grades for overall. 
but they're still getting nominated for certain categories. Yeah, right? maybe best atmosphere today. Yeah. I think this is definitely in the running. This is for a contender. Best yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah, this is definitely a contender. So we'll see. And if, if you want not the winner. Uh, uh, listen to find out <laughs> and if you want bonus content go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast if you uh sign up for bonuses you it's less than a dollar an episode now and you get uh you get lots of things right you get behind the scenes photos videos uh of these places uh, sort of you get in a lot of times bathroom pictures maybe um you get a report card of all our grades and we're going to add recommendations for what types of vibes you can find at each of these places so it's a nice handy sort of reference sheet if you want to look up local places uh coffee roasters or craft breweries and see oh this is a place maybe to chill and do work versus just get go for takeout versus i don't know whatever else uh we we think of in terms of different vibes like you said maybe you just want to go and engage in uh some other way right yes yeah definitely and uh yeah so that's on patreon.com slash a grade podcast Yes, we got a lot going on. We're looking into some other fun, exciting things for next mm-hmm. year. So thank you, everybody who listened and has made it this far with us. We can't wait to keep going to places and reviewing awesome A-grade breweries and coffee roasters. Yeah, like, share, and subscribe. And most importantly, love us. Yes, <laughs> love us. We need love. <laughs> we need attention. This is why we're podcasting, right? Uh no, we just honestly love visiting these different types of places. As we always say, we would do it anyways. We would, So it's, yes. just, it's just fun to share some of our, our insights, and uh, it's been fun, and it will continue to be fun. Yeah, definitely right. let us know if you agree, disagree, have I don't any know recommendations. I do. Yeah, I, I really do. I if you, like I said, suck an egg. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so until next time, uh, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.